0: Welcome to Sex, Drugs, and Spirituality. I'm Sydney DeLorean, and I have returning guest, Zachary.
1: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, hello. Hi, how's it going? What's popping? Just Zach's fine. Um,
0: Okay. You know,
1: we we should be past that point now, right?
0: I um, call you Sir Zachary.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's fine, too. And
0: I bow before you.
1: We are both still sick, uh, because it's recorded right after the other one right (laughs) i'm not supposed to give that are you giving away behind the scenes behind the scenes i'm just doing a disclaimer if i sound low energy or shitty
0: listen because yeah we're both awesome high energy people Mm -hmm. um and we're not going to let the fact that we are sick are sick affect the quality of this podcast okay Um, so I wanted to talk to you about this book that you recently read slash listened to. It's called The Last Days of August. Mm -hmm. Okay, so this is what I know about it. And then it's all up to you to enlighten me and the listeners. So John Ronson, who we love, sweet British man, John Ronson. Yes,
1: this was my introduction to him, by the way. I don't know anything about him.
0: So he did the book, So You've Been Publicly Shamed, and then he more recently did a book, uh, The Butterfly Effect, in partnership with Audible, Um, Which, honestly, reading his books is fine. Listening to them is fantastic. He has a great voice. His voice reminds me a lot of, um, who's the motherfucker who wrote... uh, (laughs)
1: Who who that motherfucker?
0: Who that motherfucker that wrote American Gods? Um, um, Neil Gaiman. Yeah. Uh, Gaiman, Gaiman. So yeah, John Ronson has some Neil Gaiman qualities. They're both very delicate, proper British men. Yes. And so listening to their audiobooks is enjoyable. Um, so the butterfly effect was about the porn industry and how like streaming affected it and changed it. And then after he was immersed in that world researching, he did a second book called the last days of August about a porn star who allegedly committed suicide and the events leading up to that? Yes. Okay, so this is where you come in. Um, give us kind of an overview. How did you hear about this book? Well, I should back up.
1: Uh, tell you how I know August Ames. Uh, no, <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> um, yeah, she. No, so I heard about the book on uh, your mom's house. Yes. Uh, which I mentioned on your other po- the other podcast we did. Uh, yeah, Yoshi Obayashi, one of my favorite guests on there. He used to work in the porn industry. He was basically the guy that would sync up. So if you wanted to skip on a porn video to like blowjob, cum shot, doggy style, etc. He's the guy who put those markers there for you. Which That's is good. very nice of him. Um But he also had a lot of connections in the industry and did it for a long time. Um, But uh, he was promoting this Audible book because he's on it. And he thought it would shed a little bit of light on, uh, he thinks, Kevin Moore, I believe is his last name, is a piece of shit. Uh, A lot of other people in the book think that as well. I'm reserving judgment. I don't know that I got a lot of answers From this book but it was super entertaining and it did give me a lot of insights i'll say but not as far as the death i think it might just be as simple as she killed herself
0: but you learn there's a lot of drama and intrigue surrounding that
1: i highly recommend the book um yeah um yeah so um august aims uh not my favorite, but she's at least in the top like five thousand favorite porn stars, I would say you know <laughs> she's she's up there uh, uh, i just
0: i'm I'm suppressing my jealous rage <laughs> I just I'm suppressing my jealous rage, and it's mostly because listen, everybody has a type, and that's fine well I'm but,
1: obviously joking about, but yeah,
0: but like you can age into my type, but I will never be a 20 a something porn star Not because
1: that attitude
0: I know because I'm an old woman <laughs> um so okay so your girlfriend August Ames no
1: she she was she was uh yeah she was a good one okay um, yeah you
0: you enjoyed her work I, you did, knew her I work. did so
1: when I heard about this I was like <sighs> oh,
0: god damn
1: I was crestfallen
0: yeah uh-huh
1: no I heard about the story and to me Without anybody else like um sort of pointing the finger at social media, I just thought that it seemed like a social media thing because um, I remember it like came out the day before like that everyone was calling her homophobic it, for her simply saying, like, "Look, I don't want to do a scene with a guy that also does gay work. I think she met because she wants a guy to actually be interested in her."
0: Yeah, so you knew who she was. I knew who she was. You knew her work. She was kind of a big deal. She wasn't, because the the term porn star gets thrown around a lot. Yes. Like someone makes one porn and they're a porn star, but she was a legitimate porn star. She was a known porn actress. Right. And so she was supposed to do a film with some guy and she found out he did gay porn and she's like, you know what, I don't want to do, I don't want to film with a guy who's gay.
1: And she was kind of doing this tweet to or whatever it was to inform other girls in the industry, I think. And she just got attacked and she's just like, look, I've done scenes with women. I'm not homophobic. This is a thing that's just like, it's my body. I, you know, whatever.
0: Because you do, because we all want to have choice in who we have sex with. And I think it's fair To say like, hey, I don't want to have sex with a guy who's bisexual.
1: Yeah, but uh, and you know the way things are now, people that was enough for people to hop on. Yeah, you're Um, supposed to
0: be open to taking it from anybody.
1: Yeah, and it was just like they're just like, oh, you're a homophobe. Blah 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 blah. Mm -hmm. And um, so it seemed kind of odd that the next day she killed herself. So I was like, yeah, this is. Just disgusting that um, people can do this on social media. And so I was really interested in this audiobook because I was like, oh, maybe it'll shed some light on that. And it kind of took a turn. It started out, Ronson, I think, had the same idea that this was maybe had something to do with that. Mm -hmm. And the further, the more he, he digs, it's the more he finds out that she had a lot of other things going on. But Who's to, who's to say?
0: Who's to say? Yeah.
1: Um, so and I she, don't want to spoil too much. I feel either. like you can
0: spoil. We can do spoilers because yeah. no matter how much we talk about it, it's not going to be able to explain all the details around the case. No. So let's just do it. Let's do a, an expose. Let's, so she, she announced, hey, this guy's gay. I don't want to work with him she was kind of just giving other girls in the industry a heads up. She's skewered. And the next day she's found dead. Yeah. Um, but the plot kind of thickens because there's some issues with a history of mental illness, a controlling boyfriend. He's kind of suspect. Yeah. I mean, where, where do we start in all this? How did, how do they work us well, through the details? So, in the book? So,
1: um, Ronson is talking to Kevin, her husband, um, and it starts off, Kevin's, like, nice enough in the beginning, sort of being like, yeah, um, I'm not going to keep my mouth shut. And he's taking shots at Jessica Drake because she had tweeted, I think, in response to August Ames' initial tweet. Um, he's basically blaming her and he's blaming um, the other guy. I think his name was Juxton Wheeler. But it's with John Ronson's voice, you know, you're like, Juxton Juxton. I can't. Some weird name like that. Yeah. This guy had a a tweet that was like, um, you know, do the world a favor and swallow a cyanide pill, something like that. I'm Mm -hmm. paraphrasing. But uh, yeah, he was definitely suggesting that she take a cyanide pill. And so this guy got a bunch of shit, but they found out this was tweeted after she had already died so wasn't she didn't to, see this
0: tweet she it was not the The guy
1: is a total piece of shit anyway though because um when ronson's talking to him he's just like okay so you said this and uh in light of everything that's happened since you feel bad he's like no i wouldn't change a fucking thing she's a big girl big shot porn actress can't um take a few you know Words on social media, whatever. He just sounded like a dick um, to me. That w- wasn't the time to. I d- I don't know. I've never been motivated to like lash out at anybody on social media, like even monsters. I'm just like because it doesn't
0: know. feel good. And it doesn't to accomplish me, anything. Yeah, it doesn't either. accomplish anything, and it doesn't feel good to me. To be mean to somebody. Right. Like the idea that it would feel good to say something negative about someone and at them mm-hmm. on Twitter. Like, why would you do that? Yeah. Because I don't. I It just makes me sick to my stomach to be unkind to people.
1: Well, I think um, they're coming from the perspective of she was being unkind and homophobic. So it's his job, which even if that was the case and she was doing it's, I don't even then I just stay out of it (laughs) like oh okay yeah
0: like honestly just sit sit back let
1: the situation
0: hash itself out I guess I don't know man
1: so he thought he had to tell her and yeah if you want to tell her she's wrong you you know that's one thing but to say take a cyanide pill and do all of this and then she dies so uh and
0: and he still has no remorse because a proper person would have been like man I don't know I just was like Saying things, I feel really bad about it. was really it.
1: angry about this, and I was just on one, yeah. But yeah, so he talks to this dude briefly. Luckily, not a lot of that guy, but so he's talking to Kevin Moore. Um, and again, I'm not 100% certain that's his last name, but I'm pretty sure. So, uh, and this guy's like, Yeah, these people are tweeting this and this, and I'm gonna call him out. And he they played a, a clip from him at the porn awards where he has this impassioned speech about how, um, it's your bodies. You guys can do, uh, with it, whatever you want. And that's not going to be dictated by fucking social media and everyone's just going crazy cheering for it. And definitely in the beginning of the the book, I was like, okay, this guy sounds like a cool dude Mm -hmm. and he's going through a lot. Um, and then the more you, he starts digging. The more people have some really bad stuff to say about him, about how um, so he had an ex. I'm not sure if it was a girlfriend or wife. Uh, porn star Hunter Bryce that was with him. She died, I believe, of a meth overdose. Um, so I don't think he had anything to do.
0: No, I, but it, it, and you, here's here's the problem with getting married is when your spouse dies. It makes you look bad, even if you have yes. nothing to do with it. And so as plop, we're
1: watching the staircase, the guy's c- clearly innocent, right? Uh, <laughs> we don't know yet. Uh, I look
0: forward to watching more of that tonight. Yes, You and I are going to crack that case, baby. Bam. Yeah. Um, so but yeah, it never looks good when your spouse dies. It never looks good when you then have multiple spouses right. die. Really, what is probably happening is he has a type And that type is damaged Yes, because he works in an industry, controversial statement. He works in an industry that is full of damaged people. Yes. And so that's probably what's going on. But it never looks good.
1: No. So you had her. She died. And yeah, I don't think he had anything to do. I I don't know what the hell. The dude did seem like kind of... um, He seemed honestly just like an old dude who is controlling in the sense that there's a lot of vipers out there in the porn world. August is a beautiful woman who people are trying to...
0: Get a piece of. Yeah.
1: And he's also this way older guy. He's in his 40s and she was 23. Yeah. He was... She was
0: 23 and he was 40?
1: Well in his 40s. Well in his 40s. Yeah. Girl,
0: get you a daddy. She
1: got her a daddy. So this guy, I think, wanted a more subdued kind of lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And when you got her to, it sounded like she was always the life of the party kind of girl.
0: That is why May-December romances don't work when you're (laughs) that young. You're in your 30s, date a guy in his 50s. Sure. But if you're in your 20s, anyone over 35 is going to be like, what? How many fucking shots of fucking you did what unicorn nipple shots what the fuck are you talking about like I've
1: heard that it's uh if you divide your age in half and add seven years that's what the creep level is so if you're 50 32 mm -hmm. is like
0: I think that's like a Muslim thing and I only say that based on I learned that from the autobiography of Malcolm X
1: I, I think I heard it on, on Stern or something a long yeah. time ago. I don't know. It's tough to pin down, but it, it made sense to me. Yeah. Um. But anyway, so where was I?
0: Okay, so her husband speaks out at the Avian Awards and says, it's your body, do what you want.
1: Right, and everyone goes nuts for that, but then they start digging around. And yeah, so he has one wife that died, or I don't know, it might have been a girlfriend. That's the thing. I, I read these books and I don't retain, you know,
0: it's by me because it's a thrill ride. It is. I enjoy, is. I read a lot of books. Like I love a pulpy celebrity biography. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's not about I'm going to retain all this knowledge. It's not a college course in my major, in my future career. You know what I'm saying? Well, I'm just having a good time. Well, also,
1: I don't think they give full details on a lot of the things too. And I'll get into that later. But uh, so she dies and then he's with uh, this. Other woman uh, who definitely he was married to, Shazia Sahari, who's like a Middle Eastern porn star. I don't think she's in the industry anymore, but she was institutionalized, um, and she talks, uh, there's an interview with her as well later in the book, uh, where she talks about how she had tried to hang herself before, too, and then there's August, who hung herself we didn't even really go over that. So yeah, she had hung herself in a park, um, a public park.
0: And so yeah, she said she was going out to get some air or something to
1: Kevin, or she was going to go to the gym and tan, and and then that, and then that's what happened. So he had said some things that were kind of suspect at first, where he's like, yeah, I was looking for her all night, and. Um, Yeah, I just I was just driving around and never mentioned the fact that uh, he got a hotel. Um, But he did mention that there was a power outage. So he just he didn't think to mention like, oh, yeah, I got a hotel because uh, the power was out. But they they fact checked that it checked out like the time that he said there was a power outage was like around like 10 or something. Getting a hotel
0: looks fishy. But I mean, when your power goes out, that is I've done it.
1: It's I mean if you, if you got the porn money to I, <laughs> throw away I, on a hotel go for it. I didn't.
0: Know? It's just very hot here in the summer.
1: Yeah, yeah. So he was like I didn't think to to mention that. Uh he says to to John Ronson, um but so there's things like that that are just kind of fishy and they do catch him in a few things that are just out and out. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Seem like lies. So um, I, I don't want to hop around too much. I want to try to keep it kind of chronological. I mean,
0: hey, this um, is a show of tangents, of beautiful tangents. Yeah,
1: but if anyone's just trying to be like, all right, tell me this book and like yeah, <laughs> <we're, laughs> trying we're, to do it in order. We're going to wet their whistles okay. and then they can... Uh, Choose to do it or not. Yeah. 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 Um. So the, the, I'll, t- I'll tell you one of the favorite parts. So Yoshi... Yeah, this is a good segue. So Shazia Sahari his his wife that was institutionalized. I guess she knew Yoshi something. That was also not cleared up um by Ronson I don't believe. Uh how or Yoshi how Yoshi knew this girl, but Yoshi uh had her number and she was supposedly interested he knew that she liked Russell Peters, the comedian. So Yoshi decided to text her and be like, hey, are you interested in tickets to see Russell Peters? And she's like, oh, my God, yes. And then Kevin fires Yoshi, like went off on him, yelled at him and all of this, um, and thought that Yoshi was trying to get Shazia to come to see Russell Peters so Russell Peters could fuck
0: her. Yeah, he accused Yoshi of recruiting girls for Russell Peters. And
1: Yoshi's response was, "Look, he makes 25 million a year. He doesn't need my help pulling women like yeah. So, um but uh Kevin when when Ronson asked him, he's like, "Look, this is the guy that finds the cum shots in the videos and he <laughs> he has access to our database and he is just finding girls on our you know, registry or whatever." Yeah. <laughs> To contact and try to get, and I, I don't know. I, I perhaps I'm biased because I love Yoshi, mm-hmm. but he seems like a pretty straight up dude. Um,
0: he seems from having only heard one interview with him, he seems like a pretty straightforward guy. He doesn't seem like he would do anything shady or or lie about it because yeah. he seems like he's the type of person who, whatever he's up to, he's honest about what he's yeah, doing. in your mom's
1: house. He'll talk about just getting straight up prostitutes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but anyway, so Ronson eventually talks to Shazia about it. And she says that, uh, she's like, Oh yeah, Yoshi. She doesn't initially know who he was or, uh, remember, but she's like, yeah, that was so nice. I love Russell Peters, blah, blah, blah. She was super psyched to go see the show where, uh, And then she said that Kevin kind of put the kibosh on that. Whereas Kevin said that the second she hung up, she's like, who's this guy bothering me? You know.
0: Uh, But that's like something that you say to if you have an abusive controlling partner, Mm -hmm. you like have to kind of lie about things because you're trying to control their anger. Right. So Um, like, yeah. Um,
1: I don't know. There was just enough inconsistencies like that. Mm hmm. With Kevin that does that didn't make him look great. Yeah. And he, he even kind of yells at John Ronson a few times. He has him.
0: And no one should yell at John Ronson because he is the sweetest angel baby Englishman.
1: He really wasn't out to get Kevin. No, Yeah. He didn't start out that way. He didn't finish that way, but he had enough reason to believe something fishy was going on. So you see a turn where he starts, the more people he's talking to, he's asking them, more and more questions about Kevin. So at some point, Kevin's like, "Every day I wake up, I gotta hear your fucking name." <laughs> He's ah. just like, fuck off, basically. Um, which I get that too, to a degree. Mm-hmm. If you know you're, you can't grieve. I can't imagine what it would be like. You know, you're trying to grieve and people are like banging on your door, yeah. wanting to ask you questions, and also you. You're pretty sure they think you had something to do with it or there's something mm. salacious going on, you know, like poor OJ. I mean, the guy's trying oh, to, yeah, grieve Nicole is what his ex wife and you know, vultures out there. So it's horrible what they did to him. Um,
0: uh, just a disclaimer, uh, Zach does not actually believe that. So,
1: you know, don't put words or beliefs in my mouth. I'm just,
0: uh, I would not date in OJ defender. <laughs> um, I will I will accept a lot of differing of opinions in a relationship. That's not one of but them. But that's where I draw the line. Yeah. Uh no OJ. Uh, no, no de- I
1: am I am joking around. Yeah. Um but but seriously though, if he was innocent, that would be a horrible yeah. like thing to go through. And that's kind of what we're seeing on the staircase as well. Maybe yes. future podcasts when we finish that. Once perhaps. we crack
0: the case, um
1: but that's interesting, and uh, it's not really clear for sure that this guy, for sure, killed his wife.
0: No, I mean honestly, we're what three
1: episodes in, three yeah. or four, something like that. Um, but uh, to not get too far off the uh, last days of August, um, so.
0: So, husband is kind of sketchy, maybe has some anger issues.
1: Sure. Uh, There's a few people who came to his defense. Lexington Steele, I believe, was one of them. And Lisa Ann, who are two really big people in the industry. And they mm -hmm. spoke highly of him. Although, Lisa Ann came off really defensive, too. The second John Ronson would bring up anything like, do you think he's controlling and She's like, oh, just people just talk shit and they don't know him and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, OK, that's fine. And then he named a few instances like, oh, what do you think about this? Uh, where he went off on somebody on the red carpet. and She's like, well, the red carpet, you know, I, I do the same thing. I yell at people on the red carpet. Like, It just seemed she was a little bit too quick to. Yeah. Yeah.
0: To blindly defend him. Oh, Zach has pointed out that he's not wearing headphones. You can put them on if you want.
1: I just realized just now. I
0: just figured you were letting your ears breathe. And I was like, baby, you do you. You know, I'm fine. Whatever Uh, feels right.
1: So, um, yeah, I thought she came off a little bit weird, um, but I the way also you described
0: kind of, it, I was like, man, she's like one of R. Kelly's girls who's just defending him too hard.
1: Yeah, she was defending him way too hard. But maybe if that, if that is a friend of hers, which she said she was, I can certainly understand w- wanting to be like, yeah, you're digging around. There's no story here. The girl died. What more do you need?
0: And I can understand being angry when you're like being asked about it again and again and again. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, dude, this fucking hurts like this all fucking hurts and uh the media keeps picking at this scab and i really want to grieve in private like i can understand being reactionary about it it just doesn't look good
1: yeah but so also it's so okay yeah people in the porn industry maybe they do talk shit they don't know anything about anything but they just want to talk mm-hmm. but she talked a lot to her brother who was like her best friend it sounded like and he and the uh had nothing but bad things to say about kevin too so um yeah and the dad so when august died they got a call from kevin and both the well you never talked to the dad but her brother says that him and the dad both had the same conversation saying like yeah that sounded really scripted which why would you have a canned response to what to say about somebody like Uh, you know
0: like the way he said hey august is dead sounded scripted
1: uh yeah yeah so i don't know if if it was him breaking the news or whatever but it was a conversation after she had just passed and they just both said that like it was yeah sounded really scripted um like he was just reading off a piece of paper. Yeah. So uh and again you don't hear anything from the dad, but this is James, her brother's word, saying that him and his father were just like, Yeah, that was weird. We had mm-hmm. a weird conversation with him. So um but uh yeah, I feel like oh, there's some other funny Yoshi stuff. So Yoshi had spoken with John Ronson and then afterwards, like minutes later calls him back and he says, Hey, I'm going to be in New York. I'll uh, can I come and see you in New York. And he's like, yeah. And he goes, I have sh- something to show you. So he, he comes out to New York and shows him. he brings with him this poster board that shows like all these connections. It's different photos from people in the industry And kind of how they all connect to Kevin.
0: Because Yoshi's kind of like the, would we say, the ambassador to the porn industry. Like he knows everybody. He's explaining to an outsider, this is how the industry works. These are how people know each other. And so he's... The way
1: Yoshi put it was, well, it's because it's like in Game of Thrones. You don't know like, oh, how does this character connect to this character? How Mm -hmm. can I keep it all straight? So he was just trying to help out. I don't know about ambassador to the porn industry. I don't know how big he is in there because it seems like some people didn't really know him right off. But
0: he's like, he knows the industry. He knows enough. He's like, yeah, like, I don't know anything about sports. If I went to a football game, I'd want to go with someone who knows football so they can be like, this is what's happening. And I'd be like, oh, okay. Right, right.
1: So he is kind of, yeah, one of the main people that Ronson goes to, um, but so he brings this poster board explaining like who everyone is. And he's like, yeah, and I'll have things like if they're a scumbag, I'll have that note over their picture. And he goes, I didn't bring the original poster board that that I had because it was too anti-Semitic.
0: <laughs> so, and and never- I'm dying
1: to see either one of these Poster boards that he made. I'm just dying to see it. Because they just
0: say he's like, I didn't bring the first one. It was too anti-Semitic, and then it's like never touched on again. Yeah. And so, yeah, the curiosity is killing people who listened to this yeah, audiobook because they're like, um, I want to see this. What? What made it so anti-Semitic?
1: Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't I don't know. Uh, all signs point to. Um, Harvey Weinstein. No, Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah. So there's little tidbits like that. Yoshi's most of the the comic relief you're gonna get from it. it. it, It's because it's a
0: heavy story. We need a little. The brother
1: is honestly pretty funny too, in a weird way. But uh, he's just this super protective Canadian, super protective, super Canadian brother. Mm -hmm. uh, Protective in a good way. Just um, yeah. He he thinks there's a little bit of foul play going on too i don't know that he thinks that kevin killed her i think everyone is just like it seems like she wanted out of this relationship that was definitely a number of people she told she wanted out of this uh once once she had her citizenship because she was from canada Uh, and she was gonna get divorced um
0: i've definitely known of people in news stories, but also in my real life where um, one person was suicidal and um, the spouse basically didn't push them or drive them to kill themselves, but like let it happen. Because like I I had a friend, um, one of my closest girlfriends who was going through like a very ugly, messy divorce. Mm-hmm. And Her husband, like, she was threatening to kill herself. Like, he moved out and, like, moved in with his ex-girlfriend, and she was threatening to kill herself. And she bought a gun, like, a week before she killed herself, and he was notified of it. Because, like, whatever state they lived in, that was the law. And so he knew she had a gun. He knew she was suicidal. Um, He let her kill herself, basically. He didn't contact... Her family, her friends, like me. So none of us knew anything that was happening. And they just like let it happen because it makes it a lot easier. Like messy divorce, pay alimony, split up assets, or let her kill herself and then – I get to play the victim and it really makes things easier, which is like a fucked up sick thing to say. Yeah. But I've known that situation with my friend. And I also know like a friend of a friend where that was the situation that happened. So like he could have known that she was suicidal and just chosen not to do anything or benefited the the doubt. Didn't know what to do. Yeah. Um, but
1: it's, it's really difficult to say, um, he seemed like a dick, but that doesn't make you guilty of anything. No. Uh, other just other being, than being a dick. Yeah. So, um, and not even all the way a dick. Like I said, I I kind of was like, okay, he seems like an all right dude at first glance. And then I was like, oh, what's mm-hmm. up with this dude? Something else that I should touch on, though, was uh, the porn scene that she did that was she was really upset by.
0: Oh, yeah, because like I, I don't know a lot about the porn industry, so this was kind of enlightening. Um, when people film a scene in porn, they afterwards have to sign a, a thing saying that everything went well and they're okay with everything that happened. I don't know
1: if that's across the board in porn, but it was at least with this company in this, in this scenario, yeah. And, and
0: no one gets paid until everyone has signed that release saying...
1: Well not no one, she doesn't get paid. They you know what I mean? Like yeah. so it's not like oh, you have to sign this or no one gets paid. It's like they whoever was being interviewed made it seem like they they keep the check kind of like ransom. They're like, Okay, so everything went good, you had a good time, and but they have the check the whole time. Mm-hmm. You know, so she's gotta be like, Yeah, everything was great, blah blah blah, signed this document and that document, and then they give the check over is the way it sounded like and they like record it um and I might be uh hazy on a couple things too but that's the way it sounded like to me um so but it also sounded like she could have spoken up a little bit too and she was just very (laughs) consider like Ronson points out he goes it sounds like she was just super considerate Mm -hmm. and didn't want to make waves But one guy points out.
0: Well, we should say she said she filmed this scene, and the guy was rough. Really rough.
1: A porn star, Marcus Dupree, um, who I think is kind of like a younger Rocco Siffredi, who's or that's who he kind of looks up to. Now, Rocco Siffredi is known to be a real extreme dude. So, this guy, if he's anything like that, I don't know enough about either of them mm-hmm. um but uh yeah so she just said he was kind of you know pulling her hair really rough uh had her panties around her face and was kind of just getting rough and stuff and she looked to the director with like help me eyes mm-hmm. like you know step in um so Ronson spoke with someone who remained anonymous there's a lot of that in this audiobook too so when i'm like oh some dude it's probably because it was somebody who wanted to be anonymous but uh he's like i didn't notice any of that um he goes this honestly wasn't that rough of a scene um compared to some of the other stuff you know she's done this is like middle of the road Mm -hmm. he goes but she has definitely you know called cut before like hey this isn't cool like stop and so for whatever reason, she didn't hear, though. And she sent some texts afterwards. She was definitely upset by it and told Kevin and everyone else in her life, it seemed like, yeah, like this was bad. But she blamed herself mostly for not speaking up. Um, so she had a lot of stuff going on mm-hmm. uh, that was upsetting her, it seemed like. Uh, so who who knows why she did what she did? But uh, that's sort of what you're, you're left with. You hear this um, and the social media stuff and the controlling husband. And, uh, and then you learn a little bit about how she was, um, uh, sexually, I don't know if it was like a, a family member, but it was, yeah, it was somebody on her father's side did something with her, uh, when she was younger. So she had all of this stuff going on and yeah, it definitely paints a, a dark side of porn which everyone already knew knows obviously
0: yeah it's I think it's those- a it's an evolving industry that's like trying to keep things on the up and up yeah and it's a lot mm. like I I think when we were talking about it in private I likened it to when you listen to um for example the true crime podcast in the dark mm-hmm. which is about this child kidnapping in like 1980 and the police do a lot of things wrong because there just wasn't <gasps> protocol for how to handle things yeah and so I think porn is definitely an industry where, like, they're constantly trying to figure out how do we stay ahead of things to make sure we're doing things on the up and up. Um, but it's, you know, it's not perfect by any means.
1: Right, right. Yeah. And and this is a girl that's on the the upper end of that. You know, mm-hmm. she was pretty pretty big in the industry. So, yeah, it definitely makes you wonder what's going on with some of the... The lower the end. And, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so... Um it takes all the fun out of watching porn for me. I mean, I mean not all of it. Not it takes all... some of the fun out of it. Yeah, yeah. Um but yeah, it it was super interesting. I did love it. John Ronson's great uh great narrator. Um he's good at getting getting stuff out of people. Mm-hmm. Um there's some really good interviews in there and uh maybe you can draw your own conclusion. Uh, yeah, I was just sort of like Really on the edge of my seat with all of this, and then at the end, I don't know what I was expecting. Which I think I even told you, I was like, "Yeah, I don't. I think the ending is going to be anticlimactic, and it is to a degree for me, but I knew that going in. Be-
0: and it's more honest in journalism right. to just not present like a false conclusion. Yeah. It just isn't as satisfying,
1: uh, yeah, right? It's right. like
0: watching an episode of Intervention where they keep their clothes on the whole time, and you're <laughs> I like, hate "That this is I wanted." you to get naked, I wanted you to, you know, go crazy, and instead you're just like, oh, I drink too much, I'm sad.
1: And you're kind uh, of mild-mannered, it's like, ah, oh, bummer.
0: What a bummer, but, um, so you would recommend people definitely. Check
1: this out. It's, it's not even a full four hours, it's like three hours, 45 minutes, that's a, that's a Rogan podcast, you know, yeah. throw it on, I think, I think it was like six bucks on Audible, something like that, it was... Eight dollar stops. Yeah, I I recommend it. All right. Yeah. Well, uh, everyone. Oh wait wait oh. wait wait. It might be coming on to the Butterfly Effect podcast. He might be releasing. I'm not sure, but the, on the. But
0: that's only available on Audible.
1: Oh, is that how? I that believe is? so. Yeah. Okay, maybe look into it because I looked on my podcast thing and it just said there's like a two minute thing that says uh, coming soon. Last Days of August. Oh but, shit! So okay. Look into either, but I just uh, sp- splurged and got the Audible.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Well, um, everyone, check out Last Days of August and have a happy hump day.
1: Bye.